Chapter 61. The kind of people at the kind people at Pizza Hut let me keep my coupon as a souvenir. Carefully, I taped it next to the front desk so I could look at it every day while I worked. I wished I could tell my cousin Sheen about it. The whole time Lupe was talking about her cousins in Mexico, I was thinking about Sheen. There was this restaurant that Sheen and I would always walk by on our way to school. It was a fancy Western restaurant, the only one in town, and naturally it was way too expensive. Every time we walked by it, Sheen and I would talk about what it'd be like to one day to go in there when we grew up and order whatever we wanted. If Sheen knew that today I'd gone to Pizza Hut and for free too, he'd be so proud of me. I smiled at the thought. I pulled out a piece of paper and started writing him a letter. If my mom didn't want me to tell his mom anything about her, fine. But I just had to tell Sheen. It had been a while since I last wrote. The last letter was before we started working for Mr. Yao. I wrote quickly, scribbling away about Lupe and Hank and Mr. Yao. I wrote about the car theft and the crazy security guard and freeing Uncle Zhang. I wrote about school and Jason, who wasn't quite so bad anymore, even though he still had my pencil. I told him about the essay contest and how I didn't win, but that Lupe and I were going to figure out another way to get off the roller coaster together. Finally, I told him about Mrs. Douglas and my writing, how we'd gone from 12 exclamation marks to four exclamation marks good. And I even drew a picture of the Pizza Hut coupon so he could see it for himself. In my neatest handwriting, I copied down all the words on the coupon, including the little expiration date at the bottom so he would know exactly what it looked like. I was nearly done when the mailman came. Can you wait just a second, I begged the mailman. I want to mail this letter to my cousin in China and I just need to get the address from my parents. It'll just take a second. Did you say China, he asked. He poked around in his big sack of letters and produced an envelope. Looks like you got just got something from there today. I peered at the letter in his hand. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw the addressee. It was from Sheen. Thank you so much, I told the mailman. I was so excited, I forgot all about mailing my own letter to Sheen and tore open his letter to me. The mailman chuckled as he left. It was a very long letter, five pages long to be exact. It was extremely detailed and Sheen even repeated, even separated it into sections. There was a section on school, a section on neighborhood, and a section on our family. Typical him, he was always super organized. I raced through the letter, gulping it down as quickly as I could. I giggled at Sheen's description of his new teacher, Mr. Wang, and how he couldn't sneeze without farting at the same time. He told me all about the new kids at school, and many of whom were from the outskirts of the city. The entire neighborhood was changing. All throughout the city, people were starting to buy up property. 
the government was tearing down the old brick buildings to make room for new high-rises. When I got to the section on the family, though, my eyes did a double take, a double take. We recently moved to an apartment by the river because it's bigger. After you guys left, my dad was made head of department at his job. Long story short, the job came with a much bigger apartment. I no longer have to share with my parents. Now I have my own room. Oh, and we also got a car. Nothing like what you guys have in America, I'm sure, but it's pretty great. Last weekend, we went to Beijing and walked around the Great Wall. We had lunch at a brand new Peking duck restaurant. It was really fancy. Do they have Peking duck in America? Over and over, I read the words. New apartment, own room, car. I looked down at my own letter on the table, at my handwriting, which a minute ago looked neat and now looked puny. Slowly, I reread my words, how I'd gone on and on about the poor roller coaster and my pencil, my excitement of finally going to an American restaurant, how my stomach growled when I made myself put the pizza back so I could save some for my dad. The more I read, the more my fingers stiffened. Suddenly, I didn't feel like sending my letter to anyone. With my hands as heavy as rocks, I took my letter and Sheen's letter and walked over to my closet. I stuffed them both way in the back, together, together with my C-minus story and the rejection letter from the essay contest. Was it true? Was Sheen rich now? The wild thought bounced around in my head as I tossed and turned. My lips formed around the word rich. Rich. It was like a passcode to a different galaxy, and now Sheen was part of the galaxy and I wasn't. Could it be that while our life had gotten so hard, his life had gotten so much easier? The thought was too painful to bear. I couldn't stand it. I rushed to lick my wounds. Sheen may have his own room now, but I was pretty sure he still didn't have a bathroom with a shower. He still had to go to the neighborhood bathhouse. And his dad may have gotten a good job, but they'd still never flown in an airplane and never stayed at a hotel before. With every never I felt my panic subside. Later, when I could finally breathe again, guilt cut into me like the harsh fluorescent front office lights. How could I feel this way about my own cousin? He was family. If he was doing well, I should be happy for him. I should be proud of him. Because, after all, if his family was rich now, that didn't mean... I sat up in bed. Mom! 